going on, ladies and gents? This is Dorian. And this is my son, but hey. And welcome to another episode of the Combos in the Park podcast, season two. <laughs> for our first time listeners, we hope you enjoy listening and enjoy the conversation. And for our day ones and everyone else in between, we greatly appreciate y'all as well. Always. Miss MVP, how are you doing? I'm a little tired, but I I will make it through. I shall persevere. Aww. <laughs> Aren't you just so grand for persevering I for us? I know this. <laughs> <laughs> now, how are you? Uh, I am the same. I am feeling tired as well, but I will push through. It's definitely not for the same reasons, though. You're tired because you took a nap. <laughs> why you put me on front street, though? Huh? Say so why you put me on front street, though? I mean, <laughs> it's not front street. It's just Fox. <laughs> yes, Queen. Yeah, it's Fox. <laughs> but no, I mean, the only reason I did take a nap, yeah, my sleep cycle has been all kinds of jacked up this week. Yeah. Yeah, so just between all that and work, yeah, it's it's, it's been tiring to say the least and hopefully soon all that'll get resolved as far as my sleep cycle is concerned. Ain't gonna, work ain't gonna get resolved until I win the lottery or something else happens. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) <laughs> and I wish I wish you all the best of luck <laughs> on all of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but other than that, um, before we get into the topics, I do have something I want to discuss and see if you had the same type of experience I have. Um, have you, no. <laughs> have you ever uh, had a dream where you've been killed? Um, have I had a dream where I've been killed? No, I've had dreams where I've done a lot of killing. (laughs) (laughs) And I may have had a dream where I've fallen to either been near like a car that have driven off the cliff or was in the car, but actually dying. No. What mm-hmm. you getting at? Oh, no. I was just wondering if you had the same experience. I haven't, I meant to actually look it up and see what they actually meant. But, uh, yeah, I've recently had a dream that I remembered and yeah, at the end of it, I was killed and it, it, it was a little shocking. Because I've, I've never experienced that before. Yeah, dream interpretation is real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. I'll, I'll have to look after. I'll have to look into that after the show is over. And see, because yeah, it might be something detrimental to me, and I don't know it. Yeah, it was a girl that um I went to school with. She actually does it as a you know a side profession now, but she uh-huh. um. She's really good at it. Most of the things that I've read on in the past and stuff like that is um, kind of 100% accurate, came into our fruition and stuff, you know. Mm. 
All right. Well, to not be on such a somber note. All right. Well, that's the end of the, the show, folks. That's all, folks. Um, but now, nah, uh, first topic I do want to talk about is um it may seem a little conspiracy theorist to to some, but I've been having a notion and call me Captain Obvious if if you think this is true, but lately I've been feeling more that um, in the America we live in is not the United States of America, but more so the capitalist states of America. Do tell. I mean, between... Of course, we know that a lot of the government, well, the government and a lot of companies are ran by multi-billionaire people. And of course, because they have the money, the influence and the power, you know, they can kind of have a say-so what's going on in our nation. But even not only just that, but even with the recent things, like I know we've discussed uh, Joe Rogan a little bit, uh, either last episode or a couple episodes back, but the way that... um, Spotify is backing behind, you know, their money. So yeah. They, you know, it just, after seeing, you know, events like that, it just made me realize that, yeah, we, you know, it's, it's not as, our nation is not as united as, you know, they try to make it to be. And, you know, it's even more clear to me now more than ever that, yeah, this is ran by capitalism, ran by money. Um, I never liked Spotify anyway, just doing, you know, research on them mm-hmm. and um, seeing everything that they promote. I wasn't 100% their biggest fan, but I know a lot of people who are. Um, but he is uh, the Rogan dude. He's a um, a great podcaster for the audience that he has. Um, they're putting up a lot of money to to back him because they know the quality of work that he has or the quality of content that he has for that particular audience. Mm-hmm. They are um, definitely trying to, um, I won't say promote violence or anything like that because I haven't listened to a full podcast of his ever, but uh-huh. I know the type of people who would enjoy would the stuff enjoy that he exactly talks about yeah yeah so that makes sense that the Trump supporters would put their money behind another Trump supporter yeah in my opinion and they're not trying to promote any type of United front, so to speak, since you said United States is not the United States any longer. So, yeah, I don't want to ramble on about it, but yeah, it seems that way that it is a capitalism. Every every man for itself. No, it ain't every man for himself. It's every dollar for. Well, yeah, every dollar for themselves because yeah, it 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 blows my mind, you know that we live in a time like that to where it's more so money is the root of all evil, but it seems like, you know, money is the root of all power. 
and it, it it shouldn't be because it seems like the only time that um voices are heard or things need to be changed is when money is involved. Yeah. Because if you look at our nation when the pandemic hit, you know, at first, it, you know, it, and they made it seem like, oh, it was all about safety, 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 you know, and several cities and, you know, states are shut down and everything else. But look how quickly that turned. Yeah. Like, I think most states did it for about a month or two <clears throat> before, you know, they were like, okay, well, we're going to start opening things back up. Yeah, well, a little bit longer than a month or two, but yeah. yeah. Hell, <laughs> the city of Atlanta never did shut down. <laughs> but um, going back to what you said about the capitalism and every man for themselves as far as money-wise, um, for, you know, they want all this power and blah, 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 blah. Um, one of my favorite quotes I saw that I did not understand until I kind of got into my adult age. I saw this when I was about 14 years old. Um, Bob Marley, it was a, a poster. Mm-hmm. It was, um, it says, money is number Money is numbers and numbers never end. If it takes money to be happy, your search for happiness will never end. Because, well, not because, but that's the end of the quote. But when you think about what you're you're discussing when it comes to um, everything is a money game, it, it definitely is. I mean, we're going into carnival season as of today. Mm-hmm. We did not have one last year, which broke a lot of people's heart <clears throat> and messed with a lot of people' economic uh, stability when it came to, um, you know, some of the um, what is it, the cart people that sell T-shirts. Right. Rolls and stuff like that. It messed with a lot of people. Mess with our local economy for sure. Yes. Um. So this year they're chasing it even harder. Like the fees have gone up. RV City. Um. The fees for that have gone up. You know they're talking about tearing it down. So yeah. It's definitely not the United States. Um. I was reading on something, Twitter, I believe where they were talking about Canada. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the um the exact subject of it, but he was like, I wish we could have a native take over that um that land. And I apologize if I'm missing the subject. It just caught me off guard. But it's going back and watching Lovecraft Country mm-hmm. and seeing how they were in in Tulsa how the black community was thriving. Right. The white people hated on it. Yeah. But none of this shit was yours. You know what I'm saying? None of it was ever there. But they, especially they, especially here in the like I said, the here in America. Yeah, but they walk around even still to this day like it was given to them like it's their birthright. Well what do you mean? I mean it should be 
Should be their birthright. As an American, it should be everybody's birthright, no matter your skin color, whatever. I think everybody should go and watch Lovecraft Country, not just to learn about the sundown towns and all this other good stuff. That is a fact. Yes. Some of that shit still exists to this day. Yes, indeed. But watching it, because it's it's a limited series, it's supposed to have been picked up for 10, but it became very expensive. And I see why it became very expensive um, towards the end. But it, it definitely needs to be seen and talked about. And it, it kind of puts you in the perspective of, you say, capitalism, right? Yeah. Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. Hunger Games. Real life Hunger Games. That, yeah, that is, that's what things seem like they surely are becoming. Because, like I say, I just, you know, we, we are missing the heart of, of, of the nation, in my opinion. And for someone, you know, that served in the military and not saying I wholly believed in everything that the military does or did. But, you know, the big thing, you know, we're, we're supposed to be protecting the nation's rights, the nation's um, freedoms, so to say. But it seems like in most occasions, we have gotten away from protecting the freedoms. Uh And again, this is just my perspective. We've been more so protecting the money. Of course. You know, and, and it's crazy. And then you know, even to think about um, when it comes to like insurance, you know, Chris Rock always had that, you know, that joke that, you know, if it's insurance, you know, why are we paying for it? Be just in case. Yeah. You know, so even when, and again, like you brought up Canada, you know, they have free health care. A universal health care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have free healthcare advice. You know, we're paying hundreds of hundreds of dollars every month. You know, I know my my um insurance is a joke, and I tell HR this every time I get a chance to talk to them. Like, this is a joke. Can I stop it? <laughs> legally, you cannot. Well, legally, you should be telling me this. This is a joke. Yeah. Yeah, but, medical insurance is high. Car insurance is a, a joke. Nah, I appreciate my car insurance. These crazy bad shit driving folks. Well, okay, yeah. Granted, yeah, I can see some of that, but even still, like, even if you get into a month where, or let's say you you've driven a whole year, haven't had an accident or anything. There should be some money sent back to you. I don't know about you, sir. You need to uh, double check your insurance because my insurance plan is great. We'll talk about that off (laughs) off air. (laughs) Yes. I have great savings (laughs) on my my insurance. (laughs) I'm just speaking in general, though. Yeah. But, um, 
They did that during the pandemic, though. Everybody wasn't driving that much. They sent a lot of people. Um, they gave them. Well, not everyone. I know. First because company, I didn't get anything back. <laughs> the company that I'm with, they gave us a lot of money back. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. We might have to. Yeah, I might have to talk and and get some things switched over then. Because yeah, I I need some. I need I need a company that actually cares like that. They sure do care. I love them. I threaten them, threaten to leave them at least every two years, and they just go and give me another discount. I say, it's a love hate hate love relationship. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, but to to move off of that and to go on to my next topic, um. I have a question, Miss MVP. Do you think I don't do that on Friday? <laughs> okay. Do, do you think that uh, women are "quote unquote" the table or the prize? Um, could you use that in a sentence, please? I don't know if we are, or I know definitely some women consider themselves to be the prize. It just depends on that man or whomever, because, you know, got to be sensitive in these climates. It just depends on who you are attracting. In my opinion. Um, Because you only gave me, are they the table, are they whatever. You didn't give me anything else to go by. Oh, no, because, yeah, the uh, most rampant thing on social media, or at least on my timeline, um, that I've been seeing is yeah, women saying you know they they are the prize. A man should feel like you know they have me, you know they have the world. And you start looking at them, and they're like, you know, a man wants a woman that looks good on their arm. Okay, that's well and good. Yes, you're right. And there are going to be some men that are that shallow or in those cases sometimes it's a good thing for women to feel like that because sometimes the women women sometimes a woman comes into a man's life and totally transform him upgrade him to no end you know what i'm saying yeah. And other times a woman can come into his life and treat him like utterly like a gutter bug and he falls head over heels for her. But she's just dogging him out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She feels at that point that he's he's um That's not right. worthy and even if he is the prize, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He may not be aesthetically pleasing to her. Um, and then there are times where the man is the catch. He he also finds a catch, but she's a better looking catch than he is. And it just goes, it's... it's I don't like it 
but that's society. Yeah. Just like a lot of comedians make a joke um, about men, black men. If you're going to get a white woman, make sure you get a white woman that other white men want to date. Yeah. Because sometimes they don't get <laughs> the most uh, pleasing to, to the, the eye. eye. So, I don't know. Yeah, because... I don't, I don't hang around um, females that do things like that. I'm the prize, this, that, and the third. No. No. And if they are around us, I don't know about it. Let's just say it like that. Gotcha. Yeah, because I, I, like I said, I, I see that on my feet a lot. Oh, I'm the prize. And, you know, they all feel that they should be, you know, it, it should be a blessing, you know, to have them. And and like you said, I get it. If, you know, you're pleasing to the eyes and you have a lot more to offer than just your looks. Yeah, you know, most you, of them don't, though. Right. And that's and, and that's that's the key thing is like, yes, I can say that you are. A prize. Yeah, you're a, you're a prize to a man, but you're not going to be the prize because you're not going to be the prize for every single type of man out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. If you got one that's strictly off of looks or, you know, just wants to um, see what that box do, so to say, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we're going to work on that guy. See, we won't allow him to say that no more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. You know, you got men that, of course, you know, if, if you are, again, you know, pleasing to the eyes and, you know, yeah, you're going to have those men that all they want to do is, you know, just have sex with you and, and and that be that, you know. And then you're wondering why, you know, you're getting treated the way that you are is because you're kind of serving that kind of thing on the platter. You're not serving, you know, what's in your mind. You're not serving, you know, what other qualities you have that a man, you know, would want you. You're just serving pretty much sex on the platter. Yeah. If, if, if you're going by that mind state. And most of them are okay with the quote unquote sex on the platter. Um, some of them can't even have a genuine conversation. And I know some people have anxiety when it comes to talking to other people. Right. And that's fine. However, if it's just a one-on-one, you should be able to handle that. Yeah. But there's so many young women that can't, A, get their face out of the phone and they can't get their... They, their conversation can't go past talking in emojis because that's how they do all day long talking on the text message. You, right. you, the phone ring and they get delirious on how to answer it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Because they can't talk. So I don't think anyone in our generation has that problem. I think everyone is um, pretty much acclimated to speaking to people. <laughs> <laughs> And knowing that if they are the catch, so to speak, the table or whatever, Mm -hmm. that it's not 
pleasing for everybody, you know? If you a buffet, then there's going to be something for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you you cook it for a special person, you're going to be appetizing to that one person. So, I don't know. Or you're just going to be that quick meal, that oodles noodles, that cup of noodles. I don't eat that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. (laughs) You call me bougie if you want to. I went to HBCU, baby. I had enough of that. (laughs) Um, I just got a weird text message. (laughs) And I was trying to read it. (laughs) From my sister, I love her. She kind of (laughs) cuckoo. A yeah. weird question. Oh, <laughs> when I well, yeah, I started my job. <laughs> Why you don't know that? <laughs> oh. There are yeah. benefits of being great at what you do, and there are benefits of of not being great. <laughs> that is true, because. Even when it comes to those, you know, those those type of women that we were talking about, um, you know, where it's just sex on the platter and they don't have much to offer. You know, they're all they are the ones that are the loudest heard. And of course, because of some of their quote unquote influence, you know, they're going to create more people like them that they can easily influence. So now. You know, you get women or you get, I won't say most, you get most women that will go across that way saying, you know, they're the prize. But again, they're not having anything else to offer. As soon as you say, oh, well, what can you cook? What you mean when I can cook? (laughs) (laughs) Microwave don't count. I mean, I can, you know, I can, or they say, oh, well, I can do some rice. Okay. Any, okay. Just about anyone can do some rice. Can you, you know, what, what, what's, what's more than that? I know how to door dash. <laughs> Look, um, Plies, he went to, you know, his platform and all his other stuff that he went um, he his social media that he has, but he said he said the best, and I was talking about this quote mm, in the last couple of days to one of my friends, mm-hmm. and he said to all the real women around the world who trying to do it right, run your own on run your own race. God got you, and if you listen to the video or whatever it is he he's basically trying to give the younger women the heads up on the game the ones that don't have males to follow up with as far as like um male leadership because mm-hmm. a lot of them don't yeah. they don't have big brothers you know big brothers that are not their blood brothers trying to fuck them you know, yeah. trying to groom them and stuff like that. So he was basically saying, look, I know you at school and you grind and you, you know, a paraphrasing and you see everybody on IG getting their bodies done and this, that and that. And they going out of the country and on the beach and 
Um, but yeah, he's saying that if you're in school and you're getting yourself together, just do you. Right. Um, going back to, like I said, a lot of them don't have male figures in their life. And they're getting all the wrong game, in my opinion. Some of them are getting good games. Some of them are not. And it's sad that it has to be taught in the streets these days. I blame that on our system, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But I like the fact that he's telling them, look... That shit right there that she got going on, that's temporary. She gonna need to touch up in a couple of years <laughs> on, that, on that transmission that she putting in. <laughs> because it's true. Yeah. And that goes to some of them might not be able to hold a full-fledged conversation, but yeah, you're in school. Hopefully, the money that you're using towards your education, you'll be able to have a full-fledged education with the uh, the man of your dreams or whomever it be, and you know, enjoy life. You'll bring more to the table. Might be a sugar mama for somebody, but it is <laughs> what it is. Yeah, because eventually, you know, just like with time and everything else. It changes. That body is not going to be as popping. Well, I can well, no, I, I take that back. I can't say that because I I just thought about what I was getting ready to say and I had to sit back and think about it because man, uh, I'm getting ready to say that, you know, oh, people's bodies will, of course, change and it won't be as popping, but you got people like Angela Bassett and, and some others that just Look amazing in their in their age, but so I gotta had to walk that back. That's a natural body. I'm I'm speaking to the natural bodies. I'm not talking about the ones that done got multiple multiple. Um, I'm talking about those that's oh, okay. getting all these fat transfer surgeries and silicone everywhere and fake butts and you know. All that good stuff. Like, gotcha. no. Yeah, because that is that is overdoing it quite a bit. I think a lot of that comes to um, self-esteem, too. Of course. A lot of that comes from self-esteem. They, you know, they, they're letting society or they're letting the men that damage them control the way that they think and feel yeah. about themselves, vice, you know. Self-love, rejection. Yep. That goes back to what I said. You got to have a strong team around you. Yeah. I know this one chick, she cannot have any female friends longer than a year. If she has them longer than a year, something went wrong. Like, she doesn't talk to this person that often or um, they don't see each other. Something, if it's longer than a year, I guarantee she's going to have her new friend. Wow. It's sad. Yeah, yeah, that is crazy. And she in her 40s. What? 
Yeah. Hmm. But that's just like um, and I know I'm veering a little bit off topic, but you kind of brought it to my, you know, brought it to my mind. Um, oh, I forget who it was. <laughs> I, I believe it was Kara Shear that um said that as far as oh, goodness friends and everything else, she doesn't want you know any of her friends to stay at her house while you know they got to get a hotel and stuff like that. I was like, what? I call bullshit <laughs> because if you can't trust your friend or you can't trust your husband, you in the wrong relationship with both. Yeah. And I say both with an F. <laughs> both. <laughs> yeah, because that 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 was ridiculous to me. It's like, yeah, like you said, if you got a friend, like a legit real friend. Yeah. She should be able to stay at the house and not feel tempted. And if your man can not deal with another woman besides you in the house and be tempted, then yeah, you get yeah, there's something else going on there altogether. Yeah. You got something going on within yourself if you can't trust them too. You should be able to have that one or two females who you have been down with since before him and he, they gonna be there after him mm-hmm. and if, if you can't trust your husband while you go get your nails done and your girlfriend just got to town and you know she's taking a taxi to your house or whatever and he can't let her in you gotta be there to supervise that means you don't trust anybody yeah you don't trust anybody. Me? Nope. Mm-mm. I'm finna go. Y'all can sit right here and argue till y'all turn blue in the face. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> now, if it's a a homegirl who you not 100%, you haven't been through the trenches with. Right. Or that's your old man best friend who, who's been around for years, you know, vice versa. And versus a dude who he met at work that don't have any type of loyalty to him, then yeah, you got your hands full. But other than that, I I heard that mess and I'm like, are you serious? You supposed to be a god fear woman, but you this stupid. But everybody <laughs> yeah. got their own vices. Yeah. I don't know. Hell no. Mm-mm. I've have no. I don't have that problem. Me neither. No, I had and and anyone that like like you said, if there's if there's someone around my circle that I can't trust, then yeah, then I picked the wrong individual. There ain't nothing against that. It's just that yeah, I try to keep the right people around me because I know in the past where I went out with someone and she even came back and told me like yeah, all those friends that you got or fr- or people that you think that are friends. Yeah, they've been trying to holler at me, and it's just like, hmm, got to choose, got to choose people that you're around. Definitely, but then you know you got to set boundaries with people. Yeah, that too. Because people will try you just off the strength. Yeah, just to try you and see what they can get away with. But I, I wish her good luck. Um, it's not just her it's several other women who chimed in with that um, saying that they can't would you want your homeboy to be around your wife 
I, like I said, if it's my homeboy, homeboy, yeah, I ain't gonna care. Yeah, I ain't gonna care because I have complete trust in my friend, and I have complete trust in my partner. Now, if something were to happen, then the trust was broken by someone else other than me. Yeah, your your sexual temptation or sexual frustration should not be to the point to where you finna end your marriage under your roof. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, yeah, yeah that's, that's too much. Yes, I'm uh, yeah, that is absolutely something I am not going to deal with. If it's like that, then yeah. Let's just part our ways and be done with it. Definitely. But I'm not going to try to, not going to save anything like that. If it's broken in the house, um, yeah. That means you have absolutely no care or concern for me. Yeah. At all. Yeah, not definitely not under your roof, though. Yeah. That's... That's another type of disrespect. We'll talk about that at a later date. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't remember what I was doing. I think I was I think I was on my way back home when I heard that um that comment about it. I'll get her a hotel room or whatever, but you're not staying at my house. I'm sorry, ma'am. You got eight bedrooms and you telling me you finna spend $400 for this hotel? No, we're good. I'm just finna stop whatever I'm doing and I'm going back home. There's no real logic to your point. It's not like you got triplet newborns that, you know, you got four or five nannies helping you with and they all have a room or something like that. You don't have a space. Absolutely not. That kind of ticked me off a little bit. Insecure ass women. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's a whole deeper thing there. Completely. Well, I mean that, but insecurity goes both on both men and women. Mm Mm-hmm. The craziness that that they can do and and, and what can happen because yeah if you are that insecure to where yeah you can't have someone else around and yeah like like we've been saying you got some other issues that are going on that you need to have resolved because if you can't have your man around anyone else besides you then why do you have him mm-hmm. I've never been in a relationship where everybody in the house chilling and the guy who I'm with then went to the room and then went to sleep and, you know, the party or get together, whatever, kind of slowly doing it in a way. And here me and his roommate slash best friend sitting up there drinking and playing talk and like having a good time. Just, you know, people being people, strictly yeah. platonic. And a lot of people don't understand the perks of being platonic, you know, you can cuss him out and call him a cover your ears, <laughs> baby. You call him a, <laughs> call him all kinds of names. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if they would feel that way if 
their friend was married. Now, I can see, you know, they feel that way because they're single. Mm. But what if your married friend was coming to town? I didn't hear that part of the conversation. Maybe they covered that. Maybe, maybe they did. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've heard about that either. But even then, it's... If you're still doing the same thing for a married person, then, again... Just the, it's, it's the insecurity and and not being able to trust. That's that's the bigger problem, and not you know. Sound like some jacked up human beings, if you ask me. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I could be wrong. I'm not in their shoes. I wasn't in their shoes in the past, so I don't know if they have some type of trauma behind it or what, but. Got to break the cycle somewhere. Yeah, eventually. Don't be stupid. Don't let your guard down, you know, but it starts somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You got anything for us, Miss MVP? Oh, let's see. Let me let me scroll through my Rolodex. <laughs> let's see what I got here. I did have something, but this week has been... A hot mess for me. I've taken on a little bit more at work than what I um, what I need on top of matching what I have with my personal life. <laughs> so, um, no, um, I don't have anything to say, but you know. Everybody know me. <laughs> Mental health is, I can't say enough about mental health awareness. Going with the veterans, our veterans are pushed back when it comes to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. A lot of them a lot of different agencies chunk it up to PTSD, right? Right. You can't put everything on PTSD. No. Because what about somebody who went through the exact same thing that a veteran went through but was stateside? Yeah. You can't put everything on PTSD and being shell shocked. And I know I'm probably going to hear somebody say this, but or fuss or leave a comment. I'm not 100% sure, but this is no shade at all. Why do quote unquote Coasties have PTSD? Why do Coasties have mental illnesses? That's not a war that they have been in. No. But they might have seen, uh, not to, well, to play devil's, I guess to play devil's advocate a bit. I mean, they could probably still see some craziness. They see craziness. Yeah, especially, you know, on the coast side, you know, again, you, you even with uh, 
trafficking and child trafficking and stuff like that, they may, you know, run into some things that they weren't prepared for. Okay. Some problems. Yes. On that side. But what I'm saying is you can't chunk everything up to being PTSD and shell shock and being related to the war. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And that I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you got so much more other than just that and I'm gonna run it into the the um the ground until we get it fixed. I mean it's a it's a commonality in life. And the other day I felt myself having a due to my anxiety I have I pay attention to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I felt myself going into a sensory overload where I really, it was like, you know how you pour water in a cup and it overflows? Yeah. Like you got just enough to get to the top, but you want to put just a little bit more and it start overflowing. That's how I felt my brain doing the other day. Hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm finna shut down. I got too much going into it. And I think it I think it was Tuesday. It wasn't even deep into the work. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, something's not right. I literally, it was right before I went to go and pick up my kids from school. I literally just shut my phone down. And it's turned to power completely down. I just shut it down. Mm-hmm. I got up and I walked away from my computer. And I just sat in silence. When I was driving, I sat in silence for two days straight. I didn't watch anything on TV. It's almost like I had to do a soft reboot. And then I had to do a hard shutdown in order to upload properly. So I literally listened to nothing but calming music, you know, at 432 hertz and all that good stuff, megahertz. Mm -hmm. And just to kind of disconnect myself or disassociate what was causing the sensory overload to be able to sleep. Some of the best sleep that I got. I just put my phone on silent and I'm not real big to put my phone on silent because I'm always afraid something's going to happen. This just comes from me living so many years by myself. Right. Right. So I never put my phone on silent, but I'm like, okay, I got my watch on. If something happened, my watch will wake me up. So I put my phone on silent and then like an hour into my sleep, not even quite an hour, I rolled over and I put my my watch on Do Not Disturb as well because I need this. And I shut completely down. The next day, I did the same thing. And I can kind of feel where, you know, you got too many pictures and you deleting stuff and you see like... Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't need this. Oh, I got too many screenshots. Let me delete this. It's kind of like your phone is taking a deep breath and saying, ah, I can feel the the air flowing. That's exactly what my brain is doing. Huh? You can feel the data coming back. (laughs) Yeah, like it was it was such a refreshing thing that I I know I'm I'm on my phone and on my computer most of the time during the day, but 
that was scary because I wasn't able to kind of retain information mm-hmm. and working around so many numbers like I'm working around every day. Right. I have to be on point. I have to be able to recall and I have to leave, you know, leave notes and all this other good stuff and do all these things on reports. But it's like, I'm okay when I walk away from my computer. I don't, technically, I don't bring work home. (laughs) (laughs) And when I leave my desk, I leave it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... This is how this is why it's so important to me because not everybody's able to shake that. Yeah. And I'm going back to our military. They're not able to shake that because they are considered our unsung unsung heroes. Heroes, right. And they are or you all are put on an American pedestal. It's almost like they're weakening you or diminishing your character when you say, I can't do this. I need help. But you went to the military. There was no draft. Yes, I went because I need a secure future. Now, what are you going to do for me now? Yeah, My future is secure, but what are you going to do for me now until I get to that point to where I need to use it? It's like, you're putting all these points and extra bonus points inside this bank, Uncle Sam's bank. And now when it's time to withdraw, he's like, but you didn't have a lot of transactions. Like it's so many stipulations that it makes, it pisses me off to be an all honest. And they wonder why so many homeless vets because they have turned to Mm self-medicating because they can't get this help. Yeah. So if you know any type of veteran where they're coasties and I respect the coasties, that was my second choice before my mama punked out and started crying. It was Air Force. Then it was, I was like, well, let me go to the Coast Guard. She was like, yeah, it's going to school. So, yeah, <laughs> backed up, I went. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I respect everybody in our armed forces from the <laughs> the documented agencies to the undocumented agencies <laughs> to the black sites to the to the white sites. I respect all of you all, but we as a country have to do better by our vets when it comes to mental stability. Yes, they are all a little unstable. But half of them weren't stable when they went in. That's why they went in. (laughs) (laughs) But we got to do better by them. We have to. Yeah, we have to. But at the same token, it's it's like you said, you know, they think that because they gave us, you know, or these people, you know, either by choice or by force got into the military, you know, they think that they get all these things when they're in. But you know, you don't. Yeah. You don't. I mean, honestly, and, you know, to speak to that, like, the travesties and stuff that happened at Fort Hood is prom, you know, a prime example of of the military not getting, you know, the services that they need overall. Or they, or they say that, you know, they're 
out there. They're available for people, but they're not pushing it enough. They're not enforcing it as much as they enforce other things. Yes, definitely. So, yeah, you're going to. So when it's time for, you know, someone to lead the service or they're retiring or what have you. Yeah, they're. And, you know, just from my perspective, when I got out the uh, when I got out the core, you know, they give everyone, you know, these this these two week so so and so training sessions to where you're supposed to be getting yourself ready to get back into the civilian world. Mm-hmm. But they don't touch on a lot of things. Yeah, they you know, they touch on the good things like resumes and, you know, trying to, you know, find ways to network and things like that. But yeah, they don't really touch on the bigger issues. Like, you know, if someone's going through a personal issue or they got, um, you know, some mental health things going on that they may not, you know, they may not have talked about while they were serving. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, once we get to, or you have those veterans that are looking for disability or something like that, or even if they're not looking for disability, they're just trying to go to the VA to get that kind of help. And they don't. Because the VA is too busy, you know, they also they say they're looking at um, disability claims and stuff like that, that they don't have resources for everything else. But it's like, and if, you know, if they're just looking at the disabilities and stuff or not having as many medical doctors available for vets, then why even push it? Yeah, I 100% agree. It's like you you had if you don't have funding anywhere else in the defense budget, you need to allocate more money towards mental health resources mm-hmm. for our veterans. Why do why does it take 6 weeks to 6 months to see a doctor? And why do they have to travel so far? Yeah. Give them a fucking card. Let them go to any urgent care with their identification, just like a TRICARE card. Let them go to any urgent care, any doctor's office, any hospital. And if you are a medical professional, you take their damn insurance and you file it with the government. Just yeah. like if you go to a store and you got an EBT card, you scan it, you get it. That bitch is universal. Yep. Same thing for our, our military. And it, like I said, it, it pisses me off that it has to happen like that. Yeah. It just won't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Not at all. Not at all. But I hope that we get it together overall. And but again, it's, it's, it's hate to bring it back to the point at the beginning of the, of the episode, but it's gonna it's gonna take money. Of course. For, for that to change and and the pockets to get thin somewhere. Or someone with enough money to 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 make more of an influence. Yeah. Which sucks. Well, I don't have a say so on where the money for the defense budget go. That is federal. Yeah. So I can't say where that go. They won't even allow us to vote on that. Um, I will say this though, I am going to withdraw my um account through Amazon. 
because I refuse to give Jeff Bezos $140 a year to give me my packages the same time as fucking Walmart or the actual retail store. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Now that's messing with my mental health. <laughs> I can go to Target and get my shit. I can pull up two hours. Beep, beep. Vroom, <laughs> and they put it in my car, but I just don't feel like driving a Target. <laughs> <laughs> and so, see, that's where the downfall is. But that's okay. I'm going to drive to Target. Make it big time over, over convenience. Listen, 20 minutes versus that. Oh, okay. We're good. I'm not gonna give you that every 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 year, and you keep going up. Netflix on the chopping block next too. Don't go, don't you go up on the Netflix no more. <laughs> I'm good with my Paramount and my Hulu and my um, what you call it? My HBO Max, courtesy AT and T for free. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. I get you. I get you. But yeah, that's all that I got. Thank you for listening to me ramble. <laughs> uh, no, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. And um, for our listeners, if you, you know, have any way that you feel about the topics that we discussed today, please reach out to us on the socials, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Or you can hit us up directly at parkbench at combosinthepark.com. Naked in the park. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> but until next time, have you had that combo yet? Good night. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>